Society has mistaken wealth to mean money and assets. The Wealth We Define podcast is focused on building generational wealth beyond the materialistic by focusing on our emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and relational well-being. Together with a cohort of health and wellness advocates, we'll discuss ways to design your own path to true wealth on the Wealth Redefined podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Wealth Redefined podcast. Today, I'm joined by chiropractor at Universal Wellness Source, Lakeview East, Anthony Zahor. Anthony, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. <laughs> it has been, uh, you know, several years now that we've known each other. Yeah, it has. It's it's crazy what's, what times, what's <laughs> and, happened with time. You know, not, not only have I seen you grow to be this bodybuilder looking type, but yeah. you've also just grown professionally. I mean, so many, so many things. I mean, personally, a lot of things going on. So, you know, where do we get started? How did you, as far as, you know, health and wellness, right? how did you get involved in that community? What, what drew you to it? Because um, you're... You're living, breathing, and beyond just your profession. Thank you. Um, you know, honestly, it started back, well. So I'm originally from the Chicago suburbs, of Park Ridge, and sports was they were re, they were a really big thing for me way back when. Um, after finishing my uh, last year in eighth grade for traveling football, I wanted to start varsity ASAP, right? <laughs> and when going to Notre Dame, um, they said, "Oh, if you want to, you know, start a varsity." Guarantee spot, blah, blah, blah. Um, do other sports throughout the season, stay conditioned. So I did that. Followed the athletic directors, the trainers, all their recommendations. And then after wrestling season, I thought, oh, you know be really fun to do is pole vaulting. Because that sounds like... Pole vaulting? Yeah, pole vaulting. It's like, I'm going <laughs> to launch myself in the air after running at full speed and see With how it turns spear. out. With a spear. With a long, <laughs> bendy spear. Not they, they, they weren't that flexible. They were... <laughs> Notre Dame bought them in the 80s, so they <laughs> they were pretty rigid when I had my hands on them. Now, that being said, my very first vault um, ran down the track, projected up, and I felt a lightning bolt down my back and down both my thighs. Um, when I landed in the pit, I couldn't breathe, and I realized, this is not okay. Um, you were hurt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, later, I found out it was a stress fracture at the fourth lumbar and i'll never forget <laughs> the funniest part was like the, the 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 field coach actually he was doing a part-time right um he's actually an er doc out at uh well, i'd rather not say the hospital just so i don't you somewhere know, out there yeah keep it anonymous but he was just like oh welcome to pole vaulting and i was like i can't breathe this doesn't seem right like this is a, like a legitimate injury and i'm what like 15 years old <laughs> holy smokes yeah so so what happened so then after that, I, like most high schoolers, like, oh, I'll just play through the pain. No way. Yep. So you didn't do anything about it, I'm saying. Like, you well, didn't go get it. Yeah, no. So, like, I tried working through it, tried stretching, and, you know, everything else that I hear when people, when patients come in, it's like, oh, I've tried stretching, over-the-counters, heat, ice, YouTube, stretches, exercises to make your low back go, like, low back pain go away forever. Yeah, okay. It's a video. Right. Um did all that and then I was gracious enough to actually go to one doc who I I honestly don't remember where he was located but it was like somewhere in Edison Park okay um and he had done one drop piece on my low back and it felt 20% better and I was like oh this works out like that was interesting because it like it created the change at least you know so I didn't feel as as bad not as painful but 
tried working through that, took some rest over summer, but then bulked up for football again. And then slowly but surely, at some point every year I would get injured. Um, like same, like same kind of, or, or from the same injury. Um, yeah, that was senior year for low back again, which ultimately made me lose my spot in varsity, which really sucks. Um, and I just figured out like whatever I did up to this point just was not working. Yeah. And there was a lot of ER visits for the, the knee shoulder as well. Um, a lot of PT and it just, I, I couldn't tell you honestly that it changed anything. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, what does the future look like for you? I mean, what are you thinking about sports? Obviously, mm-hmm. you're you know you're here now, but right. what had it changed for that to become something that you then embraced mm-hmm. despite the pain, despite the struggle? Well, when I kept on getting re-injured, I was like, I got to learn how to move better, and you know, lifting became more of a interest. Things that I would study. Um, went to St. Ambrose University because, well, aside from the scholarship, like they had a lot of classes geared toward exercise science and um they actually had two physiology majors that one and then human performance and fitness i did both and minored in bio and psychology because i just i really like school for some reason it's weird um <laughs> like still to this day you like, oh, like yeah. oh yeah i That's look awesome, forward though. to seminars even if they're like 12 hour days like i wouldn't pay this much and like sit in this class so happy if i didn't like school or studying or learning stuff lifelong learner lifelong learner for real um that being said, when I went out to uh, Davenport, um, wanted to pick up a good gym, something that had all the equipment and stuff since I was like, you know. And you were going out to Davenport and that's where the school. That's where the school was, yeah. yeah. So the university and then uh, my future, Palmer Chiropractic, the Fountainhead, was also out there as well. And I went to this one gym, which was a really, really, really nice old 80s gym called the Papes World Class Fitness. And my God. I, I miss that place to this day. Like bodybuilders, that kind of place. Like big time like bodybuilders. Schwarzenegger gym. types. Exactly. Like yep. really that eighties vibe yep, where yep. it was the it was the cream of the crop when it was first opened up back then. And Gary DePate, man. God so, rest his soul. And and was that for you kind of the the beginning of this where <laughs> like, definitely, definitely. Really? Yeah. I um talk about inspiration. I uh, ran into a guy there. His name was Vince Bertolini, so shout out to Vince. Um he's like, dude, with all the classes you're taking, like chiropractic is going to be your go-to and you're going to love it. Trust me, bro. <laughs> and this is before you had decided that you wanted to be a chiropractor. Right, right. I wow. was, I was sophomore year of undergrad there. So still trying to find the direction and with my academic projections and all that stuff I was like, all right, yeah, we'll give this a shot. But you weren't necessarily convinced or didn't know much about it at that point or? Well, you know, I, I figured with the scope, um, I was going to be able to figure out the solution and what the cause was for like all my injuries and everything. So, so you had a motivation. Absolutely. So like deep down, it's like, well, if you're going to be a physician, like you're going to get those answers then regardless. Um, and he said with how much, you know, what my focuses are, I'm going to be very passionate about it. And he was right. <laughs> so, so, like, so what did you experience then as, as a patient of chiropractic medicine? Right. So with that, I I learned a lot about how physiology actually works and how, unfortunately, if things are out of place, um, it takes time. Um, Same thing as when it comes to making diamonds, pressure over time. Well, I mean, that's really what's happening though, right? I mean, you're Uh, yes, literally that is the real, yeah, that is the now is the diamond. But like before this process of learning it, like, I mean, you know, there's 
obviously the odd science classes I had knocked out already. I had passed out of them, so I didn't have to take them again at Palmer, which was great. But really getting to hone in on making sure things were objective and measurable. And that's what I found, um, particularly more so after the start of the pandemic, because there was it was getting slower. So I had more time for, guess what, online classes. And then um, <laughs> being able to use my knowledge with the application of chiropractic with adjustments and being able to hone in on certain measurements to make sure people not only feel better, but stay better, which I think is really important. And not all chiropractors follow the same, no. you know, you, you really have taken this as an art form that have found something that, and one of the things that we were talking about was your best patients are ones that have been to a chiropractor yeah. uh, prior because now they get to compare what maybe wasn't working for them or why they kept going back mm -hmm. and not, you know, seeing the results they were looking for and they go to you and it's different. What is it about you or, or your practice or something that you've learned along the way that, you know, that makes you different and, and, and that people see results with you versus, you know, their previous chiropractic uh, experiences? I'd say the biggest thing, you know, aside from the setting and training is honestly me personally, where I think about if I was them, I had that situation, I had that problem, treating them as if I would want to be treated. It's the golden rule. And I don't often talk about that, but like I truly believe that is the biggest thing. Because whenever I'm having that consciously in my mind, that's when, say for example, if I was like covering Dr. Jimmy, I'll be adjusting patients at his clinic to you know support him. And his patients will make comments like, you can tell he's passionate just by watching him. <laughs> So I mean, you're passionate about it. I mean, yeah. who sits in these types of classes if you're not passionate about the True. thing you're taking and listening to, right? Right. It, it's, it's, it's just one step. It's just one step forward in, in this journey. So it's like, I can't, I can't go off and huff and puff about, you know, one step forward to see where the journey's going to take me yeah. and being able to help people. Um, especially because there's so much good out there that this can do. There's a lot. Of, I mean, so, and help me understand that too. Is it, is it, when people should be, because one of the things you mentioned that that was pretty deep was, you know, is there a way to know that you're headed towards disease? Mm -hmm. Is there a way to know that you're not healthy, that your body is now manifesting something that is going to cause you pain and suffering in the future? Is there a way to detect that? And it seems like you had, you know, kind of figured some of those things out and mm -hmm. being able to, to tap into that. Is it something that you think is, is also, um, like I said, like a talent, but in this art that this empathy allows you to then almost tap into what they might be feeling, you know, because you had this experience prior with your back and then mm -hmm. how it manifested into other uh, ailments. Right, right, right. Like, tell me, take me what, like, what do you, what do you go through? Is it a mental map of the person? Like, Yeah, um, that is certainly a part of it. Now, directing the question to how would I know yeah. if I'm heading to that spot where it's going to be a downward projection. Um, best way is to get the spine checked, period. No kidding. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and I say that now, but it means more after what's transpired the past couple of years where people are working from home more. Um, right. Cause I, I can't tell you how many times when people are working in their office, they're even more active and less stressed than when they were working at home. So that's the other thing too. Um, way back when, when people had working downtown in their office jobs, like more, more times than not, they were able to have standing desks and be able to be proactive about things like this. But just too often people are just working from their couch. That's the reality of it. You know, so and sitting really has that negative an impact. 
sitting. Oh yeah, wow. sitting's terrible with the spine, and it's it's one of those where the, the studies have been done year like decades. I, I say years because I'm I've only been out in practice five years, so everything seems new to me. But for sure, decades. But, um, I mean, there's journals. There's, I mean, there's things research been done for years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and they they they're dated and confirmed like decades ago. Where <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, I've known this for like eight years. But it's it's been decades and decades that it's just known it causes more pressure. And and what does that lead to? I mean, beyond just mm-hmm. back pain, and you know, but but mm-hmm. beyond that, what can someone I don't want to say hope for, but you know, they should be considering side benefits. No, not even benefits, but the opposite, right? Like adverse reaction, like oh, if effects they, of if they don't do something if about. Not to yeah. Say, okay. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Like what oh. what happens if you don't take care of that? What happens if you don't start standing up or doing action? You know, what what can happen um, if you? Just keep sitting. <laughs> right. Well, if you don't use it, you lose it, period. Um, and specifically in function, um, because the, the spine, not only the spine, but we should be moving. Um, and when we're, we're getting into the context of neurology, our body feeds on movement because that's more information going to our brains. Not all the, like all the part, but it allows us to be able to understand our environment. That's one of the biggest things that the brain does. Um, that's deep. And it's oh, like so oh, much yeah. deeper than just you got to move to, you know, feel better or that's deep though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I don't want this to be like a neurological lecture, but, no, but there's, I mean, there's lots of old, 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 old time physiology that backs this up and like is cor- and correlated to what I'm saying. It's, you know, the biggest thing is, is why. Um, and when you think about the context of the brain, the biggest why is survival. And then above that is to be able to function. Um, this is going to be addressing the function bit. So wow, you're functioning like you should. Wow. And then that, that just being a human being sounds right. like, not even like, Oh, it's tough being human. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So when, when you have that approach, right. Of someone comes in, they've been sitting, is it, is it pretty much you start with the same thing? Is it something that, you know, you're adjusting them. So there's, there's kind of a set. Mm-hmm. parameter that you're following well or is everybody the, different you know, kind of thing? you know it's there's a there's a big there's a big picture and then obviously addressing why they're there um say it's one issue yeah we're going to take a look at that spot but we're also going to take a look at the rest of the spine um a lot of times patients come in they have no idea that we can help with extremities or sinuses or anything like that um sleep like a Oh yeah, yeah. Sleep is huge. God. Um, I'll never forget. I have one patient who, man, you, I, I was even impressed with the results that she got from being able to adjust the right spot. Um, when you, when you look at her, anyone who's medical would say, Oh, sleep apnea looks like going to be like very, very apparent yet. Um, when we got once, when we got one area to move, she was able to have a full night's sleep for the first time in two decades. And I was just like, really, really taken back by that because wow. she was my biggest fan. Um, and it's like, well, we just had to look at this differently. Um, and when, when something like that happens, is it that <clears throat> that's it? I mean, do they keep coming back because it has to, you know, something that has to occur with that or is it, Hey man, you did it one time and you fixed me. <laughs> how, how does that work? Right. Which is an excellent question. Um, unfortunately, because it's technical, it depends based mm-hmm. on patient and condition. So, um, you know, a lot of times things are resolved once and great. We got a hole in one. Um, 
most of the time when people are coming in though, it's, they wait till it becomes a crisis. They, mm. they're hitting that gas light on the car instead of actually filling the tank. <laughs> um, and I get it. Gas prices now aren't necessarily <laughs> ideal, but, but I mean, that, that's so, like, so you're saying it could happen if, you know, someone comes in yeah. the right situation. It could yeah, happen yeah, one yeah. time, oh, but yeah. if, if someone is ignoring it and, and makes it an issue, if they ignore it, then, it'll then it might not be one time. Right. We've all, I've, I've thought that too. I'm a, I'm living, I'm living proof of it. I thought that before <clears> and, you know, that's why I want to spread this message and just help people. And, and beyond, you know, the, the visit and beyond people coming in and getting adjusted and, and, you know, you work in your magic, how much of what you do or whether it be in that setting, uh, in, in your office or, um, even just outside of it, that you're educating people more so on a healthy lifestyle than just the thing that you can do for them, but really getting their mind to, to, to focus on these things that are really important that I, I didn't even know all these things. Mm-hmm. And it seems crazy to me that, I would live my life in a way so ignorantly that's causing me this, you know. Pain. Right. I mean, that is, that is, uh, it's makes it more than one. You're wearing more than one hat yeah. as a chiropractor. And you know, the biggest, <laughs> um, the biggest thing we need to fix is the, what we call the subluxation between our ears. Cause there's from the neck down or from the skull down, basically there's a lot I could do, but, um, within the mind there's, um, there has to be a will to want Absolutely. to be better. Absolutely. And that's, hell, that's everyone. That's anything. It's so, universal. So if people are at home and, and, you know, they're sitting all day long, what's something easy that they can do as far as to counteract some of those negative effects of sitting for so Step long? one, get up. And just standing at you know, a table <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Getting up. Um, now if they're working long hours, I get it. I've lots of patients that work as many hours as I do, if not more. Um, the other big thing that I would do immediately that would help mitigate any f- mitigate the acceleration of the tissue damage would be having uh, their monitors minimally eye level or above. Oh wow! Yeah. So even though a lot of times people think a little back from sitting, but a lot of times it's neck. Um, more and more uh, as patients get younger, I'm seeing just spinal deformities in the neck itself, and you know no past history of a physical trauma per se, wow. but it's all that technology. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's kind of scary. I mean, in a sense it, of it, it is. And honestly, I, I don't relish in the job security. I just, I want, I don't want that for them. I don't want their spines to look like that. Right. Oh wow. That's uh that's, and then what about exercise itself? Does that, does that help counteract it? If you're, you know, building the muscles around whatever it is to support you, you know, walks or even, um, lifting, <clears throat> excuse me, lifting. Right. Well, with any type of lifting, and this kind of goes into my background with, um, being a strength and conditioning coach, what you're lifting has to be specific to whatever your goal is. Now, that being said, if people are trying to get bigger arms, get a bigger butt, the workouts that you're doing might do those things, but it's not going to protect the spine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now to say there's like, <laughs> so you look good, but you're, you're, you're in pain. <laughs> well, I hope not, but it can happen. The x-rays <laughs> prove it otherwise. Wow. Um, so yeah, it is, if it's, a spe- if it's specific, if it has intent, um, then it can help, but that's going to be with one, uh, one p- part of the body. So if the muscles, we're all not a muscle. We're not living, walking muscles. Although some of them look <laughs> like it. Um, no, there's there's other components to it too. So that's the benefit that they're getting when um, when they see me. It's because yeah, anyone can get exercise on YouTube, right? Yep. Absolutely. The internet is 
Right. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's really the difference is getting that personal touch where we're figuring out what's specific to you. Um, if it is exercise is great. Um, if it's something more, we'll let you know and why. And if, for those who have never been to a chiropractor, but may now like, you know, I've been to all these other places and mm-hmm. not feeling better. So what can one expect the first time they go? How does that, you know, kind of walk me through that process and what mm-hmm. one can expect. And also from the fact of how, I know it's different all the time, but sure. right. What, what does that look like if it's ongoing? Like, like does it, it become something that you have to do, you know, once a week, once a month, you know? Right. Um, you know, depending on where most cases are, 99% of the time people come in when it's too late. A problem, yeah, yeah. A problem, problem <laughs> right, where right, it takes, right. where it's, it needs comprehensive work. It's, it's, uh, not something you just buff out. Now, that being said, um, like you're not getting people going for preventative maintenance. They're going cause they're, they want to get rid of something more, more so than not. They're, they're coming in because the pain is something that they just don't want to deal with yep, anymore. But, sense. um, <laughs> no, I, I do have, I do have people that are purely wellness patients as well. No way. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the best part is when people started in a place where they, this was their last leg and they wanted to avoid surgery and now they're wellness. Um, oh yeah. And it, it's one of those <laughs> things where I was sitting down with them on their, um, uh, end of care report and I didn't even know it. They just told me flat out, like I was going to be doing surgery if this didn't work out. And I, I, I just want to let you know now. And I have, haven't had pain since. And I pulled up an old, uh, an old photo album where 10, 20 years ago, I, I could see in my face, I had the pain then. I was, wow. I was smiling, but I could see that I had the pain then. I was like, Oh my God. Wow. Like that was, that was deep. I did not expect. <laughs> and what, tell me about what goes through you like mentally, just to be able to hear those things that you, because of something you did, it, able to, it, it replays in my head many times. And it's really fulfilling now. I'm sure it motivates you to just get, get up and go to work. Absolutely. Day. Oh yeah. My fiance can't take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you living and breathing this stuff. I, I, yeah. I, uh, this one buddy of mine, he says, <laughs> there's a switch and it's always on. <laughs> And I just, that analogy's always stuck with me because it, it is the damn truth. <laughs> I mean, kudos to you, Thank right? You. And how, so this learning, when, when you keep learning, obviously the body's, you know, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. You know, what are you going to, to learn more of to help you do your job better? Like, I can't imagine it's just chiropractic. You're, you're really touching on, on so many things when you focus on the spine, right? Right. Um, right now, it's one of those things where I'm specializing in just the spine because everything else will fall into play from what I've seen with my patients. Um, now if people want to do, that's the thing, it's a specialty, right? And so say for example, like the spine is a specialty. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, heck like think about it like this. There's podiatrists, there's, um, oncologists, there's ophthalmologists. Uh, Even though I'm a spine expert, obviously extremities and things like that, I guess, getting back to your question, what are some things that I'm doing else is making sure that I can manage other things like extremities and the other musculoskeletal stuff as well as the spine where it's very predictable. It, it becomes boring except for the fact of how it's changing the individual's lives. So the results, the results are great, but become more than everybody else except for you. Right. <laughs> you love this stuff. Oh yeah. So what's next for you? What is the, the vision for, Anthony, for the brand, for your business, for all of it. I know. Um, <laughs> That's a loaded question, right? Well, it's okay. I don't mind exercising. To, well, 
No shit. Um, <laughs> I like exercising. I like exercising tough questions too. I'm um, getting the go. message out there so that um, if they do have a problem or if they do want to fix their posture, that they know full well that they can go to me and get the results, period. And you're a passionate guy, so it comes through. Right. And that's awesome. Well, if you're out there listening and you want to pick Anthony's brain, you want to schedule an appointment, you want to know more about uh, chiropractic medicine, I would encourage you to reach out to him. You can do so by filling out the form on the episode's website, and he will get that directly in his inbox. But Anthony, thank you for coming in. Tony, thank you so much. No, I appreciate you, brother. Till the next time. Thank you.